This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. We got to be done with the willy-nilly content strategies. We just have to. And this is both for our own stuff and for our clients as well. We have to start making analytical decisions in 2020. We have to. (laughs) Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the podcast and welcome to a brand new year. I'm super excited to be entering 2020. I love the new year. I love setting goals. I love looking back on what worked, what didn't work. And it's just a really happy time for me. So I hope you all had a really good holiday season. Hope you, uh, you know, were able to celebrate with loved ones. And I hope you're feeling refreshed and renewed and ready to just kick butt in the new year because I know that I am. So I've got a couple of exciting things to talk about in this episode. First thing, I want to share a little holiday slash new year Uh, giveaway with you all. I haven't done a giveaway on this podcast in a long time, so I'm going to share the details of that real quick. And then the meat of this episode is going to be all about some lessons that I learned in the new year. So typically on this podcast and on my YouTube channel, what I've done is I've usually kind of looked back at my goals and talked about my goals that I'm setting for that year. And I thought about doing that, but I was like, you know what? I think what might be a little bit more valuable is sharing some of the important lessons that I learned from 2019, because I think as important as it is to make goals and to look forward, I think that there is so much that can be learned from looking back. And that's not to say that we need to be hung up on the past, good or bad, but just gathering some data and learning from our mistakes and learning from others' mistakes. So that's what we're going to do today. Welcome to the Freelance Friday Podcast. My name is Latasha James, and I'm your host. I'm a freelance digital marketer, video creator, and business coach. And this show is an inside look at the world of freelancing, featuring tips, tricks, and interviews with people who are doing it right. I'm so excited you're tuning into it. Let's get started. All right, first, let's get into this giveaway. So, I, like I said, haven't done a giveaway in a long time. I purchased one of these little folios that if you watch my vlogs on YouTube, it's just Latasha James on YouTube if you're interested or you're new here. You probably see me writing in these all the time. I actually just posted a picture on my Instagram a couple days ago with my version. So anyway, I bought an extra one for you guys. I also read a really great book last year that I want to gift to you all. It's called The One Page Marketing Plan. And I also just have some random bits and bobs like PR stuff that I've received and, you know, just little extras and bonuses, duplicates that I've purchased over the past year. So I want to share that with somebody. And I also want to share an annual membership 
to my new member site with somebody. So I'm going to talk a bit more about that at the end of this episode. But yes, I'm finally launching a member site. I talked about that last year as one of my resolutions that I wanted to do in 2019. So I'm making it happen in 2020. And yeah, I'll tell you a little bit more about that a little later. But it'll be a great community for us to hang out, hop on some group calls, do some master classes, get some content ideas, get some templates for things. And it's just going to be a really great educational community. If you would like to win all of those things, all that you have to do, there's just two steps to this, real simple. Leave me a review on iTunes go ahead and screenshot that review. Now, when you leave your review, you're going to want to screenshot it before submitting the review. Otherwise, it disappears, I think, if I'm remembering correctly. So write a review, screenshot your review, and then go ahead and just DM it to me on Instagram at the Latasha James, or you can tweet it to me at the Latasha James. If you don't have any of those platforms, you can email me if you need to at um, hello at ajourneyeast.com. And yeah, let's run this until the next episode. This, this podcast comes out every Friday. So you'll have a week to do that. And I will just DM the winner back and get their shipping information and get it off to them in the next couple weeks. All right. So the first lesson that I learned in 2020 Mm, This is a tough one for an empath. It's a tough one for a pushover like myself. And I'm sure a lot of you can relate. It's don't make exceptions. Um, Of course, there's an exception to every rule. Okay, so yes, I will probably make exceptions again at some point in my life. But I've had to learn this the hard way a couple of times that I really need to listen to my gut. I need to go with what I originally planned, budgeted for all of that stuff and not let other people sway me in different directions. Now, this goes for a lot of things. Obviously, I think this goes for contracts and changing the scope of contracts. And and I just want to say, I feel like I have to say this every episode lately, but I love my clients. I work with some amazing people and I am so grateful for the people that I work with. And anytime that I do kind of have a weird situation happen, it only makes me more grateful for my my clients. So I just want to say that I, I love you guys. I know some people listen. I, for the most part, am extremely lucky. However, I have had some contracts where, you know, I bend the rules. I bend the scope. Essentially, I'll have a certain package laid out and you get that kind of scope creep at the onset where it's like, oh, wait, well, can you actually do this too? Can you do this? Can you add this? And Here's the thing. I, I kind of rationalize in my head because I'm like, okay, they just want one extra social post a week. How hard is that really? You know, what is that? An extra hour a week, maybe 30 minutes, whatever, depending on on the detail needed. If that's going to be what makes my customer happy, then I'm just going to do it, right? But I think that the issue really lies in the principle of it. I think that That can be a a red flag, not always, but it can be a red flag for how you're going to be treated throughout the duration of the contract. If somebody is asking for an exception to a rule on day one, then on day 100, you're going to look down at what you've done and realize that you have done double the work for the same rate. That's what has happened to me in the past. And yeah, I mean, I I think every time I just, I I really want to be helpful. I think that's something that is 
super important to me is that I'm really helping people. I'm really being honest. I don't ever want to be this like salesy, slimy person. And because of that, I think when I when I do get a request for something, that's like not really that big of a deal. I just say yes. But I, I think it really comes down to establishing respect in the relationship and just kind of maintaining control of the relationship as well. Not not to say that you're running the show and that they have no input on anything, but your rates are your rates, your packages are your packages. What you offer is what you offer. Don't bend and start doing extra little things. Uh, Definitely not for free. But for me, I've realized it's not even about the money because sometimes I'll get asked to do extra things and it's just not something that I, I want to get into. It's not a service that I want to offer, even though it might be something that I know how to do. You know, So so this comes down to a lot of things. It's going to look different for everybody, depending on what you do. But just be true to what you really have set out, your prices, your offerings, and don't make exceptions, except when there is an exception. <laughs> Some, you know, there's always going to be an exception, but try not to. Um, like I said, this also has to do with pricing how big of a deal is it for me to knock 20 bucks off of something? Not that big of a deal. You know, I can live with that. It's fine. But again, you know, if somebody is asking for a $20 discount at the onset, number one, I think the thing with pricing negotiations and making exceptions is if somebody's wanting a $20, $50, $100, whatever it is discount at the onset, I'm going to be wondering if they are able to be sustainable long term. I really strive to make long-term relationships with my clients. So if somebody is having a hard time paying for one month of service, they probably aren't going to be able to pay for one year and that's okay. Uh, They might want to invest their money somewhere else. I've talked about this in episodes before. I've told clients, you know what? I think it would be really important for you to actually invest in a website before this or uh, getting your production under control or something like that before hiring a marketer or a coach. And yeah, by offering discounts, it kind of automatically is a little bit of a red flag of whether or not they're sustainable and whether or not this relationship is going to work long term. And then again, it does definitely go into kind of that mutual respect and, and just getting you set up for offering favors. Another thing that I really need to stop making exceptions about is time off. I My last episode, ironically, was about time off. And yeah, this entire year, I really haven't been able to take a ton of time off or really any time off. And mostly it was because of making exceptions. It was, oh, well, there's just this one little task that that someone's asking me to do or, oh, it came through on a referral. So I feel kind of obligated to help or my client has something going on in their life so I can move my schedule around and not take time off or things like that. Again, it's coming from a good place and wanting to help. But at the end of the day, it hurts both of us. I really have no one to blame but myself for some of the not so great experiences that I've had when it comes to this because I should have just been honest. I should have just said I'm taking time off. I can't get that in at this time. I don't have the bandwidth for this project instead of squeezing it in because what happens is then you feel resentful. You feel resentful and if something little goes wrong, it turns into a large thing that's going wrong because you're supposed to be taking that time off and you're tired and you're overworked and you're overwhelmed. And at the end of the day, nine times out of 10, you're not making a life-changing amount of money and you wish that you hadn't done it at all. And I don't want to feel like that. I know that work is work, but I've worked office jobs. I've worked retail jobs. I've worked jobs that I could actually leave at my office if I wanted to. 
And if I wanted to be resentful about my job, if I wanted to dislike my job, I would have stayed there. I didn't start my own business to be unhappy and to not like the work that I'm doing. So it's really important to be selective. And I know it's easier said than done, uh, but it is. And it's really important to honor your time off and honor your boundaries. Last thing I'll say about pricing is free stuff. I'm also kind of done with. I Obviously, I'm always going to offer the podcast for free. I'm always going to offer value in my YouTube videos for free, things like that. So don't, I'm not saying I'm never going to offer anything free again, but I will say that people really value paid more than free. And that has been a big lesson that I've learned this year as well. And again, it's coming from a good place. I want to help more people. I want to be impactful, yada, yada, yada. But the thing is, when people put their investments into something, whether it's financial, whether it's time, whatever it is, they take it so much more serious. I've offered free calls and had people stand me up multiple times this year. No shade to anyone, you know, who's listening who might have done that to me. It's fine. It happens. But it it has. I've I've set aside hours of my day to have people not show up. I've had people you know, take free opportunities, really valuable opportunities, and not even be able to give me any feedback or a testimonial for it, uh, which kind of defeated the purpose. Or just, you know, in it, 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 its, again, it's no one's fault but my own, because I think that what you value yourself and your own products and your own services at is what the perceived value that other people are going to have too. So if you're offering a free call to them, standing you up for it isn't that big of a deal because it's just free. No no one's losing anything, right? If you're offering a free course and people don't give you feedback on time for it or any feedback at all or any testimonial or anything to really help you in return, well, the perceived value is that it didn't cost you anything because it was totally free. So it, it's fine. It's like exchanging air, you know, so they don't they don't need to give you anything in return. So it is definitely a hard lesson I've had to learn because, like I said, I do definitely want to help people. And there's a time and a place, but it's not giving away your everything and being left with nothing or being left really disappointed. I think that's that's really important. And when I say that, it's not just selfish either. It's important because if I'm booking a free call with somebody that's like a strategy call or something like that, I want those folks to be fully invested in their company and to be ready to make those changes that they need to make to have, you know, a transformation, if you will. If you're not able to invest those 30 minutes or 60 minutes into yourself and into our relationship, it you're, it's going to be really hard to see change and to see success. And so it's not just a selfish thing. It's a it's a gauge for where people are at and if they're really ready to take those steps and to make a, you know, make it make a change. Anyway, I won't harp on that too much. I still stand by my episode all about when you should work for free. So I'm going to leave that in the show notes. But um, yeah, don't make exceptions is lesson number one. Lesson number two is that numbers don't lie. Numbers don't lie. Data is how you make decisions. Data is how you make decisions in business. I think that as much as I can be about the feelings and the intuition and the mood and storytelling and relationship building, at the end of the day, data is everything. Data is how you make those hard decisions on which projects you should work on, which services you should offer, which marketing methods and funnels are working for you. So 
again, I can be a very creative person and I'm always like trying to entertain and be fun and, and enjoy what I'm doing, obviously. And so when it comes to my marketing, I am often just trying to try new things and, and all that. But at the end of the day, looking at my YouTube analytics has been the most valuable thing that I could do. I can make the most beautiful, amazing, entertaining video and people don't watch it. If I look at my YouTube analytics, I study those, I figure out why people are coming to my channel, what people are searching for, and I make a video based around those keywords, I get views. And those views turn into downloads of my lead magnets. And those lead magnets turn into calls, which keep my calendar booked. It's that simple. So obviously, you don't want to be a robot. You don't want to be Uh, you know, obsessed. You don't want to constantly be at the mercy of your data and analytics because I think that to be truly successful, there has to be a bit of a marriage between the creative and the analytical. And, And also to enjoy your work, you need to have that outlet. I still do content that's just for me. This over this holiday break, I think almost all of the photos that I posted on Instagram, I didn't even use it use a single hashtag. I just posted them just for my own memories and for community building. So you have to have some of that. You got to have a balance. But if you're really trying to make high impact content, you need to pay attention to your numbers. You need to also track every single thing that you do. You guys, gone are the days. 2020, this is the cutoff. If you're not tracking everything that you're doing, it, it didn't happen. That's how I think of it. You know, I track clicks to my website from my YouTube channel. I track the messages that I get and what kinds of questions they're asking. So I know what to address and, you know, what people are struggling with and what people are dealing with. I do market research as well. So I send out a survey every year. I'll probably start doing those more than annually. Honestly, I'll, I'll probably start doing those more often and only getting more and more specific about them. So all of that stuff is so important to pay attention to. We got to be done with the willy-nilly content strategies. We just have to. And this is both for our own stuff and our, for our clients as well. We have to start making analytical decisions in 2020. We have to. <laughs> and and when it comes to tracking, you know, pull that lever. I sa- I've said that a couple times. And what I mean by that is still to this day, about 90% of my site traffic comes from YouTube. And for the most part, those are pretty qualified leads. I mean, my conversion rate is pretty okay. It's pretty good for a website. So it's bringing me qualified traffic to my website. So 90% of my traffic is coming from there. I don't even know how much is coming from Instagram, let's say, or even from the podcast. I need to do some digging on that. That means I need to be focusing on YouTube. I do. I need to pull that lever because it's working. I need to crank it up. I need to increase the quality. I need to maybe make more videos, maybe make more targeted videos, push people to that lead magnet to get people on my email list and in my funnel, etc. So that's what I mean by pull that lever. I mean, pull the lever on the things that are working, crank it up. And yes, maybe that means that I'm not going to post Instagram quite so often. I mean, I don't really post there that much anyway. Maybe it means I, and I I don't think this is what it's going to mean, but I'm just saying maybe it means that the podcast won't be as often, or I'll be doing more combo episodes that are published to YouTube and the podcast, et cetera. So you need to make those decisions based on that data and pull the lever on the things that are working. The last big lesson that I learned in 2019 was that you have, you have to invest. You just have to. Now, don't freak out. This doesn't mean money necessarily. 
It can mean time. It can mean energy. It can mean resources. It can mean favors and trades. But your business can only grow so big by you not investing those things in it. It it really can. It can only grow that big. I have always, you know, I've always kind of invested in things for myself. I, I went to college. I've always kind of sort of kept up on my technology. Like I have never been the type to buy the biggest, newest camera or cell phone, but I've always been like, I understand the importance of having a good quality camera, uh, things like that. I've bought courses here and there, coaching here and there. But this year I think is when I really, really realized like how transformational investing in some of those things can be for your business. And also, like I said, time is so important. There are so many free resources out there. And it's always shocking to me when, you know, I get I get DMs all the time. Hey, can you give me any, any advice for becoming a freelancer? Or I want to be a social media manager. What's your advice? And I'm like, cool. How, like, which videos of mine have you watched so far? Or which courses have you taken already? And they're like, oh, none. <laughs> or like one. You know, I've watched one of your videos. That's why I DM'd you. I, I mean, I'm sorry. This sounds like a long time. but <laughs> But if you can't spend four hours you know, going through different YouTube videos. I'm not saying they all have to be mine, obviously, but just searching YouTube for the answer to your question. The likelihood of your business being successful is pretty slim because you're not just going to get the answer through a DM for every single thing that you need. You have to invest that time and that energy into figuring things out on your own. You have to invest the time. There's, like I said, there's so many amazing courses out there. I always recommend HubSpot Inbound. I've said that a million times, I feel like, on this channel or on this uh, podcast. But HubSpot Inbound courses are free. They teach you how to do email marketing and content marketing and inbound marketing. It's amazing. HubSpot Academy, sorry, not HubSpot Inbound, HubSpot Academy. It is for you guys. So yeah, you got to invest time. And yes, when possible, money, what you put in is what you get out. I have made a couple of really, you know, larger investments for myself this year in 2020 already. So one thing that I did is I joined my first mastermind, which I'm super excited about. So I will be meeting uh, multiple times per month for the next year. It was an annual commitment, a year-long commitment, which kind of freaked me out. But I'll be meeting with other CEOs and founders a couple times a month, and I'm really excited for that. The focus is really about growing your business in a sustainable way, in a way that uh, is not about burnout and hustle, and that's about doing things the right way that make for long-term success. So I'm excited about that. Hopefully I'll be able to end up taking a vacation (laughs) and it'll give me the skills to do that. I've also invested in my equipment. Like I said, numbers don't lie. And I was realizing that, um, you know, a lot of my traffic was coming from YouTube and I wasn't necessarily seeing the results on YouTube that I wanted. I get I get emails and DMs all the time saying like, oh, why don't you have more subscribers? And I think it's a nice thing to say to some extent, but it also kind of hurts my feelings. But I think it also kind of forces me to take a look at at why that is. And sure, some of the reasons are maybe out of my control, but I do think that investing in the right sound, which was a big thing that I did this year, which hopefully has improved at least a little bit, was huge. I just bought a new vlog camera finally because mine was falling apart. 
uh, invested in some new lighting, things like that. And then I've also been investing a lot in education. I guess that goes along with the mastermind, but I just invested in my first conference of 2020 already. So that's already paid for. So I'm definitely going to be going to that. But I want to I want to go to more. I want to go to a ton of conferences this year, honestly, because they really are helpful for me. And I, I really walk away with a lot, a lot of knowledge, a lot of networking, and a good experience, just a good way to connect with others who are doing what I'm doing, who are, are understanding what I'm going through, because it is really hard to go through this entrepreneurship stuff alone. Which brings me to my next point, which is my announcement. <laughs> so like I mentioned in the giveaway portion of this episode, you'll be winning a, a year-long membership to my member site, which I've been working on and is almost ready to launch. I've been tossing around the idea of doing a membership for a long time. A lot of you guys know I have courses. I've done some masterminds. I've, I do one-on-one coaching. One-on-one coaching is not going away, but I did some research like I said, some market research on where everyone was at, what everyone's goals were, you know, where everyone was at with how much they wanted to invest in their business, that kind of thing. And I really wanted something that was attainable for everybody. I wanted something that made sense for everybody's lifestyles, that was truly going to be helpful, all of that good stuff. So I landed on a member site. It's going to be $10 a month. So that's, you know, the price of some people's weekly Starbucks <laughs> budgets, right? It's it's pretty attainable, I think, for a lot of us. There's going to be a ton of really great resources in there. So we're going to do a monthly group call where you're free to join. You don't have to if that's not your thing, but we'll be doing a monthly group call to basically just have open office hours and, and kind of chat and get to know each other, share things going on in our business, get feedback, that kind of thing. For anyone who did join one of my masterminds, it will be kind of similar. I'm also going to be doing monthly masterclasses. So I get questions all the time on how do you edit using Final Cut or iMovie or how do you edit on your phone or how do I pitch? You know, what do I put in a in a pitch deck or a, a proposal? What's your workflow like with your clients? How do you do other editing stuff like Instagram stories and and things like that. So I'll be doing monthly masterclasses. So basically a deep dive type video or a live training, depending uh, by either me or other people. I'm hoping to get some of my uh, my really smart, amazing friends to help educate as well. Because uh, I'm sure you guys will get sick of hearing just from me. There'll be monthly content ideas as well. So I, I know a lot of things that people ask me as a social media manager is, well, what do I post for my clients? And so we'll be talking about some ideas for that. What types of content to post, what types of formats to try, that kind of thing. So anyway, that'll be all in the membership. And then there's obviously going to be like an open forum. So if you're in the membership, you can post a question in there. Hey guys, I want advice on this or I have this question, etc. You can cancel any time. There's no commitment. It's $10 a month. You can also purchase an annual membership, which I believe will save you $10 or $20. So um, my one-on-one clients, if you are in, enrolled in coaching already, you will get access to this for the duration of your package. So don't worry about signing up right away. I will be adding you Patreon people. Patreon people, I'm also going to get you in there for the first month for free. And then I'm going to be closing down my Patreon. 
So my membership is going to be taking the place of my Patreon. You're more than welcome to stay on Patreon if you want to kind of leave me a tip. I'm going to kind of convert some of the, I got to figure that out, but I'm going to convert my Patreon basically. And if you want to offer something additional, I appreciate you so much. And you're more than willing to, you know, leave me a dollar, $5 a month, $10 a month, whatever you want on Patreon, but you don't have to subscribe to both anymore. This will really take the place of Patreon, and I think that this is going to be a lot more valuable than the calls that I was offering on Patreon, just because although I was offering one-on-one sessions on Patreon, they were limited, right? Like 15 minutes is really limited, and I just don't think it offered a ton of value to either of us to do things that way. So I think these monthly group calls, which will be an hour, but let's be real, I'll probably stay on longer and long enough for everybody to get their questions answered. I think you'll you'll be able to get my advice. We'll be able to talk a little bit longer. You'll also get the membership opportunity and feedback of other folks. And I think it's just going to make for a lot better experience. It'll be at the same time every month, that kind of thing. You know, you'll know well in advance when they're happening. So I just think that it's going to be a little bit better. So hopefully you guys can understand that. And I hope you guys are excited. So if you would like to sign up for the membership for $10 a month, make sure to join my Facebook group, the Freelance Friday podcast community. I will be announcing when it is ready for launch, which I'm hoping will be in the next week or two. So definitely head over there and just stay tuned for announcements over there, as well as on my Instagram and my YouTube. I'll be sure to let you guys know. But yeah, I'm super excited about it. I think it's going to be a good way to kick off the new year. And just continue building this awesome community with you guys. So I think that's it. Those are the lessons I've learned. That's the giveaway. That's the member site. And I'm super excited to continue this journey with you all. So again, if you want to enter the giveaway, just leave a review, screenshot your review and send it over to me. You'll be entered and I will be letting you know within the next week who is the winner. So anyway, thanks for listening and I'll talk to you in the next one. I'm Latasha James, and that's it for this episode of the Freelance Friday podcast. If you enjoyed the show, don't forget to review it on iTunes or share it with a friend. This podcast is all about community, so you can also go ahead and head over to the Facebook group. It's called the Freelance Friday podcast community, or follow me on social. My handle is the Latasha James across all platforms. I'd love to know what you thought of the episode. And like I said, feel free to share it with a friend, tag a friend, screenshot the episode and tag a friend. It really helps us grow this community. And my goal is to help as many people through this collective community become better freelancers and more empowered freelancers. So that's it for the episode. I'll talk to you in the next one. It airs every single Friday. I'll talk to you again then.